Good evening, everybody. It's your host, Monique Palmer. I hope you guys had an awesome weekend. My weekend was pretty chill for the most part. Today is my busiest day because I'm back home. I'm settled. I'm getting the kids ready for their first full day of school tomorrow. I think I'm a little bit more excited than I thought I would be just because my baby boy is going to pre-K at big boy school tomorrow. He's so handsome in his little outfit, and I'm just excited to just pray over his journey within, you know, big boy school. Um, my insight for today is to just be humble. Sorry, guys, my phone had a phone call come in. But I was seeing my insight for today is just to be humble and grateful for what you do have. I was listening to today's Sunday sermon today, and he spoke a lot about how we tend to let the devil take over our wants of wanting more, right? And not really sitting back and just realizing that we have to be humble with what we have first in order for the Lord to give us more and more. So it opens up my eyes a little bit because it's like, you know, sometimes we do get a little greedy. We do get, and that's not just with finances. It's like with things in life. Like, you know, we're in this job that we've been wanting and then we take it for granted and we're like, man, but this is getting boring. I want something more. I'm doing all I can do um, to show them I want to do more, but it's not happening. But guess what? It's not necessarily because it's not happening because of you or because of those people that have the authority to move you up. It may just be that God is trying to tell you like, no, you know, you need to calm down, pump your brakes and be humble with what you have. In order for you to get more, you have to be happy with where you are and be content with what you're getting. Um, so that's my insight for today. I don't really have much today. I think I just wanted to talk about a testimony that came up today in a conversation with my friends. Um, and I know I've been saying, you know, that's another, every time it comes up in my mind, I say, you know, that's another uh, podcast for another day. And I need to start writing them down so that I can remember to back that up. Well, one thing I know I'll talk about is my testimony um, when I have my twins. So I have, if you guys already know, I have two boys, two girls. My boys are not twins. My oldest is nine. He'll be 10 in January. My baby boy will be five in next month, September 28th, and my girls will be four in January. So trust me, this was not planned. Um, God had his own plan. Just put it that way. Uh, you know, I was adamant after I lost my baby to try to have an, uh, my, my little girl, you know, just to get some type of uh, more estrogen in our household. Right. <laughs> and he gave me more for what I asked for. So I can only be grateful for that. Um, and they are the cutest little things, but they are sassy as all outdoors. And they they build me to be a better mom and a better person each day with their strong willness and their wit and their will to get through whatever it is they're dealing with, whether it's sickness, whatever. They are the strongest little girls I've ever seen. Anyway, so the testimony today is going to be about just what I learned throughout this testimony that I'm telling you guys about, about myself, about my own strength. So I know before I've told you guys that I have a tattoo that I got when I was in college, just off a limb, you know, just knowing that strength is something that we've already had in our family and our roots and upbringing. And it just, it just was a random thing that I wanted to do. So I looked up the symbol for strength in Chinese and that's what I got on my foot. 
co-host. Every time I'm trying to do my podcast, I'm one co-host, but it's all good. Um, I'm gonna finish it up really quick. I don't want to hold you guys too long. I probably did that already. Um, I was trying to make this podcast about eight minutes, but I don't know if that's possible. But back to what I was saying, the testimony I want to talk about today is a testimony that pretty much started at the beginning of my spiritual uplift within myself to be more mindful of my spirituality, be more mindful of what God had a plan for me to do and his will on my life. Um, and it, it, it was basically a, a, a bring down of humbleness to be brought back up to understand that man, no matter what, you have a lot to be grateful for in a day because I was very spoiled um, and just didn't know, you know, how, how good I had it. We all have those moments. But um, like I said, make a little story short, I was, you know, seven, six and a half, seven months pregnant with twins. Um, they were identical, so I knew it was going to have some complications, but not much. Um, I was had started this new job. And they were nice enough to be understanding that I didn't find out until after I started the job that I was having twins. So <clears throat> they had already had things prepared for me so that I can get my FMLA and I'll be able to keep my job no, no, no matter what. Well, God had other plans. <clears throat> so my, my twins, they caused a lot of problems within my pregnancy because for one, being that they were identical, they, they shared the same sack. Okay, so there's there's twins that share the same sack, but they have their own little bubble. And there's twins that share everything, and mine shared everything. So they were in one sack together sharing that one placenta. Um, I didn't have two placentas to share to, for them to have their own. So in other words, they had to accommodate for one another. So if one needed water or whatever, you know, the placenta provides, it had to be split. Well, one of my babies began to take more than the other one, so the other one was thriving. And I can't think of the name of it, but it's a little condition that's called, I can't think of it right now. Um, so when I found out I had that, I became not only just high risk, I was placed on bed rest really, really early. So um, with that being said, other things came about that, you know, underdeveloped lungs, underdeveloped heart, things of that nature. So they began to put me on some heart medicine to kind of assist my daughter's, one of my daughter's hearts to continue pumping because she was having an issue with her heart rate always going down, um, which obviously could be bad because we don't want dead fetus, right? So, um, with that being said, I was put on this medication, I, you know, I was put on light, light rest. So, with that being said, I had to be placed in the hospital right around, I want to say right after, what was that, October. I, I know it's October because it had to be like the beginning of November because I remember I ended up being in the hospital from November, December, and then January. I didn't have the girls to the 8th and my girls were there until February. So it was a long, hard road. And like just being in that hospital alone most of the days, you know, not, don't get me wrong, my husband did a great job of being there and spending a night in that horrible little bed on the side. Um, but he had to work, you know, he had to go to work some days. So that means I was stuck there and my own thoughts, doing nothing, feeling incarcerated, right? Uh, being in that bed and, and with having monitors all over me to where I couldn't take showers someday. I couldn't even get up and walk because that was a, a risk to my baby. So what I mean, what I'm, where I'm going at with this is that I was grateful to know that throughout all of that, God helped my babies to come here and they are thriving. They lack nothing. When I say nothing, like they're the smartest girls of the group, of the crew. Um, 
you know, at the beginning, we were a little scared about different, you know, in, intellectual disabilities and things of that nature, but they came out just fine. Came out just fine. So that's why I choose to take my journey with helping other people as a way to be that person that I didn't have, right? Like with my best friend right now, she's in the hospital and she didn't, she didn't ask, she didn't know, you know, this is her second pregnancy, but she didn't know she was going to have such a hard time that where she's placed in the hospital and possibly going to have the baby early or just be stuck there until the three weeks. Three weeks is nothing compared to the three months that I was there, but it still means something because I know exactly how she felt, right? I knew. Oh, really? Interrupted again by a kid. Well, again, like I said, um, that time made me really realize how good I had it with having a home to go to in my own bed and being able to go shower when I please and walk around when I please. Um, so life isn't about the materialistic things. Sometimes it's just your ability to be able to do things. And it humbled me to realize that, you know, after being stuck to that bed with monitors all over me and being told when I could move to the side and move to the right because it was so detrimental to my daughter's heart really, really drained me and made me depressed. It made me resent them a little while they were still in me. But once they came, it was just everything that I went through went away. So, guys, I hope you guys can take that <clears throat> and know that no matter how hard things seem or how bad they seem right now, or how much you're lacking, whatever you feel you're lacking, trust me, it could be worse. So just be grateful for the things that you can smile for and be happy for and live every day to be happy for what you do have and the people you do have in your life. All right, guys, that's all I have for this evening. I hope you guys have a great Sunday night and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Okay, bye.